please go to my dad's website, oneredtea.com. Use promo code SKECKERS gets 15% on your order. If you buy his shirts, he can buy me more dinosaurs. Go, go red. OneRedTea.com. You're listening to 20XX, a game-by-game podcast for the Mega Man series. This podcast is made possible by the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. To learn more about the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club and how you can listen to this show three months in advance, visit HotBloodedChallenger.club. That's HotBloodedChallenger.club. Enjoy the show! This is 20XX, a game-by-game podcast for the Mega Man series. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined along with Keith the Robo-Duke. Ahoy! And we're back at it again. Two years later, we're talking about Mega Man 10 uh, for the Wii, uh, the PlayStation Network, and the Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, That's Uh, uh, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, respectively. Wait, isn't it? Wait, you said Mega Man 10. Isn't that Mega Man X? I thought we were talking about Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo. Oh boy, you're rehashing that debate from the 90s. <laughs> Can we please just talk about Mega Man X instead? Dude, I, I played Mega Man X instead of playing Mega Man 9. It was clear during that episode. <laughs> I know, now it's my turn. Come on, man, I need this. I know. It's okay for us to be uh, sick of this, right? Like, at this point, we only have one more to go for this project. There's another one? Oh, yeah. I I spoiled that. I mean, it would make sense (laughs) to have a top 10, but this stupid show has a top 11. Uh, And we will place Mega Man 10 in our top 11 uh, shortly. But, yeah, Mega Man 10. I remember when this game came out, and um, I I, I actually went back, and I I was looking at some of the reviews from that time. Um, And, sadly, this was, like, the start of, like, YouTube influencers and I, I found a lot of those old videos and i'm not gonna bag on certain people because Ooh. they're actually like people that i've watched throughout the years but they went by different monikers back in the day and they're all just like biting off of james rolf oh yeah it was totally that uh that time i was about to say is our old buddy double m on there being like if you can't beat this game without using cheats Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't. No, not, he was. No, 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 no. He wasn't anything. He wasn't. He, he wasn't in front of the camera yet. Right. He was just doing bit parts. He was in, where uh, he belonged behind a mask, oh, behind shit. a camera. Off. Ooh, uh, uh, gap tooth, Mikey. Uh, anyway. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. On the right people, gap tooths can be cute. OK, let's not discourage. Hey, the gap tooth. hey, uh, look. I, I like the, I like a girl with a good jacked up grill. Okay, it yo, freaking Garfield's girlfriend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Man, we're going down it's a weird first, rabbit hole. But I know, but that's the first one that always comes to mind. But uh, no, I, I I remember this game coming out too uh, in 2010. But I didn't even really pay it. It's someone who loved Mega Man as a kid. Yeah, like I just didn't care right. as much to play these. Also because. Word on the street was, these were the most difficult Mega Man games ever. You're not going to believe how hard these games are. Yeah, sure. So, like, sure. I was just like, and that no, was the, thank that, you. That was the good thing about them, right? That's what, And we talked about this last episode was yeah. in, in this uh, early 2000s, this was what people kept pushing as, this is hardcore gaming, retro gaming. And then we're, we're, now that we've played through these games, we're like, well, no, this feels nothing like a Mega Man 5 or 3. This is this is somebody's idea of what a Mega Man should be without looking at the history of it, right? And so when you go from a big jump from like 1996 to 2008, and it's like, well, 
in 96, you were celebrating the character, trying to celebrate the character and do something new. You're not only going back to a time where the game, you know, was in its infancy, but you're going back to a time when the game wasn't good. <laughs> it was Mega Man 1, 1.5, right? So yep. how does... Taking everything away. How did uh, Mega Man uh, 10 a shakeout for us. Um, first impressions real quick, and we'll get into what we like, don't like, and things like that. Uh, I enjoyed all of the little things that people back in 2010 were knocking the game for. I liked the fact that uh, there was additional characters. I liked the fact that there were uh, difficulty settings. There was a baby bonnet setting. And yes, I did use the baby bonnet setting. I, w- I played uh, the game on normal, but to just have fun and get through the game, I enjoyed playing as one of the uh, other options other than Mega Man because, again, this for whatever reason, they took away the slide and they took away the charge shot from Mega Man, but you got that right out of the box with Proto Man, who's a playable character, and back in the day, if you paid a little bit more money, you could play as Bass, who he didn't... Bass, I'm a fucking idiot... Ah, bass base. It's base. It's because of fucking Mega Man Eight. It was in my head because he's like bass. Bass! Yeah, it's bass. (laughs) Bass treble reggae. We'll get to reggae soon. So, (laughs) uh, yeah. So I played as uh, bass in my last run. Had a blast. He doesn't um, have a charge shot, but he has a rapid fire shot. And uh, he has a cool dash ability, and also, and he can shoot in any direction. He can shoot in any direction, which makes him like just he breaks the game basically yeah it breaks mega man like it's still i was playing with him on normal a little bit yeah uh just to try him out same with proto man i played more with bass uh he's fun but his problem for me is you can't run and shoot no yeah he's he if you're shooting he's stationary right but yeah and like i am so used to running gunning as mega man and being able to like jump spikes and shoot and like just keep moving that like there were times where it kind of uh it would fuck with my motion i would have to kind of change how i thought about playing the game yeah so um going back to reading old reviews or seeing these old reviews on you know old youtube videos that are shamefully Oof. still up that's all they talked about was like uh you know we don't need this the it, this is for casual fans not hardcore gamers oh and all this my other god but it, how familiar is that now? Thinking about 2008 through 2010, that's all you heard on the podcast and these videos and things. Like, no, this is what it is. I'll tell you what, flash forward 10 years, I'm thankful for all these things being in the game because it was a better game, in my opinion. What was your first impression of uh, playing Mega Man 10? Not, not all, not, don't give everything away, but just first impression. First impression, um, my first impression was, I think it looks a lot better than Mega Man 9 does. Mm-hmm. Like, right off the bat, I think it's actually considered, like, more of a 16-bit game, but with a, uh, you know, a Nintendo 8-bit style, because it does a lot more. Yeah. Uh, hey, I can switch items again with the oh, shoulder buttons. Oh, my gosh, Keith. I watched a video of a guy, again, not going to name names, who is pretty famous now on youtube and respected as a pretty good like uh, video game reviewer mm-hmm. he complained about the fact that you could change your weapons with the shoulder button he can suck a fuck yeah. i don't care who you you guy out there who complained about the best innovation in Mega Man games fuck the slide fuck the charge shot switching yeah. your powers with the shoulder buttons is the best thing those games ever did it he, speeds up your gameplay and you don't have to pause the game every who is this thing telling me off the air who this is yeah i'll tell you that's insane he, he, he basically and i'm that really pisses me off oh he, my god he's saying nobody wants this real Mega Man fans don't want this and all it does is cause confusion when you're in a boss battle hey here's an idea idiot don't put your fingers on the buttons <laughs> like yeah, here's 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 another like really like good idea. There's no such thing as a real fan. Shut the fuck up and take your playground like sure. Oh, you're wearing vans? Do you ride a skateboard? No, then you shouldn't be wearing them. Yeah, that happened to me as a fucking kid. Yeah, but sure. it proves my fucking point. No one has to be real to wear or do anything or be a fan of anything. You know, yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. Like, I know people who like Star Wars, and you know, one of the things they like in Star Wars is they like Jar Jar Binks. They think he's fucking hilarious, and you know what? I think that's fucking charming that they find that enjoyable. Yeah, that's awesome. Right, like, good for you. 
Whatever. Like yeah, that doesn't not make them a real fan. Yeah, exactly. But uh, oh my, I'm sorry. I got. Oh wow. I'll that like that like. Kyle, I think that's triggered. I think that's what they call triggered. <laughs> Do we need or to put us it's in the a... half a beer I've had since the start of? I'm not sure which. We're gonna be put in a safe space soon because we're gonna t- talk about the the story uh, pretty soon. <laughs> about, oh no! But this like, is another... we were dating the show, but yeah, like this... we have to. It like it's too weird. Yeah, uh, this is another NT Creates Capcom joint that they work together on. Uh, I am eight bit chipped in with their contributions of doing like the the limited run box art stuff and manuals and they, they came up with the the art design here's what i'll say about the the i am 8-bit uh box art i enjoy it i know what they're trying to pull from but their artists couldn't like on their worst day recreate Mega Man one's box art because it's like you can't untrain your brain <laughs> as much as that box art uh, projected the original one. Yeah, like the, you, the you, only... you have no idea uh, what perspective is. You barely understand the anatomy of a human being. <laughs> like if you're yeah, creating but the something thing, like the that. thing they did wrong is the way they should have done these covers was hire someone who has no idea what Mega Man yes. is to them. Yeah, send them it in a paragraph what they want drawn. Right. And they have to use the same tools the guy did who did the original cover, and he has to do it in a night. I'm pretty sure that guy did that thing like in a night or a weekend. Get, so like get one of those, you need to um, limit their time and have someone who doesn't know Mega Man do it, or you're not going to recapture the magic of someone trying to draw Mega Man who doesn't know what they're doing. Otherwise, you get someone drawing exactly what they know and just adding other shit to it. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with these or, or the people listening right now are familiar with these, but you needed like one of those artists from like uh, communist era Poland who did the movie posters by hand with acrylic paints or like more recently, more contemporarily speaking. I, I believe it's um, it's in uh, the, uh, I'm trying to think which African country it is, but that or it might be. Several oh, the, they're like movie posters. They're movie they posters do. that they hand make, which yeah, uh, or even like Italian movie posters. Like get a guy who paints Italian movie posters, and I'm not like even from the '70s to do it or something. You know what I mean? I'm not like, even bagging on it, and I I'm gonna say this, and no, I don't like it. Ironically, I really do enjoy it because I find it very charming that it's like. Look, I got three paints and this one brush, and my job is to make movie posters. I'm going to do the best goddamn job I can. Like, oh, it's amazing. I, yeah, I, I, I appreciate Like, when you see them try to do, you know, a Star Wars movie poster, <laughs> it's like they barely understand what the film's or about. Or Fast and the Furious, and you're yeah. like, what? I don't even know what you're, you've, like, then they, so. and, hey, and no fault of their own. They can barely spell and stuff, too, and sometimes things come across weird. Like, it's... yeah. Those are great, but that's, yeah, these, it's not as good. Like the last two covers they did as the alternate ones, they're fine right. for what they are, but they're too sharp and they're too well done. They're very stylish. To actually right. recreate right. that horrible anatomy of, uh, of Mega Man. It's, you know, it's one of those things, man. You have to let things be. You just right. have to let them stay pure. You can't go back. You're never going to recreate that same feeling you get from looking at that picture going, what the fuck is that? I think what you just said, though, encapsulates not only the box art, but these two entries into the series, which was going back to something that you couldn't go back to. The old games weren't ever trying to do that. Two was not to rehash what we just talked about on a previous episode, but two was fixing one. Three was improving upon two. Four was trying to add upon three. They were building. Nine and ten are, we think this is what people remember Mega Man being. And for us, because of the way we're playing, it fell flat. Uh, But what didn't fall flat for me. But here's here's the thing, though. Here's the thing they do evolve, I would say. And the, the one thing they, not evolve, the one thing they do get right is structuring the story. Yes, yeah. It's the same story structure well, of the old games. Keith, they do that fine, but yeah. Keith, same YouTuber, uh, criticized the story for being quote unquote too dark and has no place in a Mega Man game because Mega Man games are supposed to be funny. Wait, wait, <laughs> no, no, no. I, Kyle, I we are the Mega Man experts. That is it. This is I'm not drawing be a the line in the, the fucking the sand. Yeah, no, I am drawing the line in the sand. We are the Mega Man experts, motherfucker, okay? We are the Mega Man experts. I'm not saying we're real fans or anything. 
we're experts. The games don't get funny until seven. Yeah. Seven is the first instance of humor you see in any of these games. Like, yeah, I guess like Wiley's animation is he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, is funny. But like, I don't know. You know what the other half is? How old was he when he made this video? Like, well, we're adult men who realize it, that, like, this is, behind... Okay, behind any lighthearted story, there's still real ramifications. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this is not... This podcast isn't about me beating around the bush for some YouTuber who made a no, video no, 10 years ago. No, no. about you triggering me. You're, <laughs> yeah. just trying to, you're just trying to set me off. Yeah. But, uh, but the story, yes. as we were trying to say. Life mirrors art as a virus spreads uh, through Mega Man's world and wreaks havoc. Um, it, it's up to Mega Man to save the day, and I bet we all can guess who's behind this. That's right, it's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> she created this virus. No, listen, this is serious. She created this virus in the basement of a pizzeria, and Barack Obama loaded it into syringes and shot children with them. And so the children spread the virus, and it uh, attacked all the robots, and they went haywire. Um, yep. I'm forgetting what I'm talking about. I, I read all about this on QAnon. And, and the, yeah, no, I know. The, and, and the thing is, is so all the robots go crazy, right? And the kids are sick. Yeah. And the solution is that all the robots have to switch over to Bill Gates' new OS and use his antivirus right. system. Right. And then he controls all the robots and also putting the vaccine in the babies. He inputs chips into the babies to cure them of the, as we know it from this game, Roboenza <laughs> or the Japanese version, which sounds much better, Robotoenza. Robotoenza, yes, because I was Robotoenza. I was looking at Roboenza on my screen. Like, how am I going to say this on the fucking show? Roboenza, Robenza. Like, or I, is it Robonza? No, I like I practice it because, like, you know, when you look at a word and you're like, it, it, it was a portmanteau, yeah. so it's like, what the fuck are they trying? I get it. It's influenza. Roboenza is that, that's yeah, that but. was it. That's what they want me to say that. Okay, I'm going to say that on the show though. Uh, nah, Robotoenza or Robotoenza. Robotoenza. Like, why don't they just call it with Robotoenza? Like, it just yeah. flows off the tongue so much better than Robonza. So, yeah. So, Robonza, uh, uh, hey, I hardly even know you. Oh, boy. <laughs> the virus is wreaking havoc on Mega Man's world. Nobody knows where the virus came from. We all know where the virus came from, obviously. It's, it must have come from space. It came from space. Because the subtitle of this game is, like, Terror from Space. Yeah, Threat from from Outer Space is the Jap uh, Japanese. Uh, but that was the title. I thought that was the title for, like, 8. Wasn't 8 because it's space? That makes more sense, Things yeah. 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 That one has, like, Everything's a, a coming from space, title. evidently. In Mega Man's world. Every Mega Man is just repeating itself is what it is, Kyle. Yeah, well, that's that's accurate. <laughs> yes. So uh, so th it's revealed that it's Wily who's behind the virus. And then he tells all of the uh, robots across Metrop uh, Monsteropolis, which they haven't used that since one. And uh, that, you know, if you want the, the cure, um, you're going to have to come work for me. And then um, the beats of the story progress where it's like Roll's infected and then Mega Man is infected. Um, yeah. And you don't find out Wily's behind it until like partway through the game. So at first it's like Wily's like, well, robots are out of control. I'm going to help you make a cure. Oh, yes. In the beginning. Yeah, right. Wily's yeah, presenting yeah, yeah. it. Like Eventually, obviously, it's Wily. As I said, it's the same. They do a great job of repeating the uh, the beats of a Mega Man story, which but is... But it's a solid story for a Mega Man game. I, I know. Good. I think it's really good. Yeah. I actually really enjoy the story in it, uh, especially because of the ending, mm -hmm. which we'll get to at, uh, after we talk a bit. Sure. I, I, I like that, and I do like... I, I mean, I guess this is the second... Is this the second time Wily's tried to be good? Or is this the, the I think no, this is the first time. No, well, he's pretended that he's like with Dr. Kosak, he pretended he was he had nothing to do with the situation. Right. But he's never been like, let me help you, Dr. Light or like anything like that before. I don't think we've played too many Mega Man games, Kyle. I can't. It's remember. all blending. I think it's all the same Mega Man game at this point. It is. It is. Except for this story being. A, a, a cut above the rest, I'd say. But yeah, you were saying, like, Roll gets sick partway through the game, so Mega Man's got to do uh, his best he can to try to find a cure by uh, defeating uh, these robots that have all gone out of control, which, uh, this time, nobody knows who's responsible, so when you get to the Robot Masters and the levels, there's no Dr. W, there's no oh, Dr. You know L, That's a, there's that... no Dr. Cossack, yeah. there's nothing. It's blank. They're just crazed robots that's a gr great and it, observation and it doesn't matter who owns them at this point yeah that's a great observation good point yeah i thought that was really yeah. I, I thought that was a nice touch and it is definitely a way to 
evolve the presentation of Mega Man. I, I think there's a lot of nice little touches in this game. Uh, as far as the game mechanic is concerned, the level design, to me, in my opinion, and again, looking at other people's reviews, disagree with this, but I feel that the level design was a lot tighter uh, in this yeah. game and, and felt like it was. it's still a very challenging game. It's more challenging than the NES titles that we played through. Uh, it's at the same challenge level as 9 if you were to take out all the fuck you moments in Mega Man 9. And, the, and spikes. The fucking spikes, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, this isn't Mega Man 9 colon Spike City. Right. I like it. It's. I think it's just because it followed 9 that it feels so much better. Right, I mean, you know, like of... not having as many spikes, not having as many fuck you moments. Yeah. There are a few. There are definitely some spots where I had to repeat myself. You know, I even showed you my completion time and was like, that's not correct. Like, there's no way that's correct right. because I was loading my checkpoints over and over and over again, which would reset my time, I'm guessing. There's, so a, like... there, there's a lot less cheap moments, though. Or, or yes. you have to memorize this pattern to get through this corridor. It's like... Yeah, or like I don't know what I have to do and I'm trying to do something that's not the right thing. Yeah, now a piece of uh, that... Or, you know, I jump and an enemy's there suddenly shooting me and knocking me back into a pit. Right. A piece of that might be that this game was designed to have that easy mode. So they were like kind of on the fence between... How many pits do we have? How many do we cover up? How many spikes do we have? How many do we cover up on that? Where, where do we place? Yeah. And I think it's to the game's benefit. I don't know. Call me cash fan. Do any people do you still use the cash fan or casual gamer shit anymore? I don't I, know. I, so I don't know if I ever did that. I mean, I probably did Dude, because I think any, a lot of us in our youth were kind of dickweeds probably. Yeah. So like, if you think I'm a casual gamer, come to my house, sit down, sit at my cocktail table. We'll play Gyrus and I'll push in your stool. And then after that, we'll play Miss <laughs> Pac-Man and we'll see who gets the higher score, okay? Yeah, I play 30-year-old fucking games, so... But they are the hardest games. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, the hardest games are the simplest, earliest games. I just... I, I And uh, and all I'll say is, is, like, you ain't getting as far in Trojan as I can, okay? <laughs> I'll say that right now. You are not getting in far, as far in... And Trojan's a bitch of a game. But I will get farther in Trojan than you. So along with it having that normal and easy mode, and there's actually a, a hard mode, if you can believe it, um, added Ugh, in. God, I, no, I think the you. stages benefited from that because it, I believe that there was probably more thought into, like, you can't just pepper in a bunch of crap in the screen or you just try to be punishing. You have to make it so it flows. And I feel like the game has a lot of good kinetics. And Proto Man and Mega Man navigate this uh this th th these environments very well I, I thought there was a lot of thought behind that um base is where things get a little weird because now he can shoot at angles the other two can't so let's talk about the pros cons and, and how they operate differently obviously Mega Man, we said no that does he still doesn't have a slide he still doesn't have a charge shot but his shot um is i believe double the other guy the other two guys? So it's kind of like his original shot. Like this one is, I, th I think this might be the closest they've gotten to Mega Man 2 yeah. in in style of play. Yeah, his, his regular you know, cause, shot. Because 9 was just too cruel and he wasn't as powerful. Yeah. This one he feels a bit more powerful. His, his regular shot does, let's just say, a damage of either 1.5 or 2 compared to the other two guys. Um, but that's about it. That's like his big, you know, he's, he's the... Uh, the average Joe of the bunch. Proto Man, on the other hand, has a charge shot, uh, can deflect most things with his shield. There's a few shots he can't deflect. Yeah, obviously, many bosses and shit like that. And then when you go to a robot yeah. master, um, he can slide. The difference between him and Mega Man is if he gets hit, it's twice as much damage. Yeah, I didn't like playing as him. I gave it a try and I was like, this is not like worth it for the charge shot or for the slide, which is why like, yeah, it's cool. They put him in there, but my argument is just give Mega Man a slide. Yeah, I don't need no, this other I'm, guy who takes more damage. Right I just want to be you. able to slide as, oh yeah, for sure. As cool as it is to be given the option. Right. As a kid. And, and to have things be different 
for uh, the characters in other ways as well. Yeah, as a kid, if you told me, oh, you could play as Proto Man, I would I think that's the dopest shit ever. But it's like I would have shit my <laughs> yeah. pants. But now I'm just I would have been like, wait, you can what? You can play as Mega Man's cool ass brother? Uh, yeah, and uh, unfortunately now it's like I just wish you gave, like you said, Mega Man these two things that's it (laughs) you don't even have to give him the charge shot like i said man like even if you just gave him the slide i would be happy with you could navigate boss battle so much easier if you had that yeah because then it would be mega man 3 Mm -hmm. uh and base has the rapid fire where you can shoot uh 45 degree angles and straight up wow (laughs) and down when he's i think if you jump in the air you might be able to shoot straight down as well concession with that is his shot is half as much compared to the other two it doesn't matter because he fires them off so quickly and precisely Mm -hmm. that uh when i played through the game i didn't need to start using specialized weapons that i got from the robot masters until i got to wiley's castle nice uh, i was using him on the robot masters and i was also using his uh treble ability to go into his uh edgelord wing form yes at times is to just fly over super shit. cheap <laughs> yeah you're just like i'm just gonna fly over this yeah you navigate so many stages just by flying over all the junk which i mean admittingly in like mega man 3 and other titles when you had rush and you had rush jet you can do that too mm-hmm. um let's just talk about Mega Man 9 uh, real quick so I went back and played a little bit of that because I didn't feel like uh, I I had given enough to it when we did the review mm-hmm. when I was reviewing uh, what we had said and I'm editing the show I was like well let, let me go back let me look at some pro strats because you and I uh, we've been talking games for a very long time this isn't our first podcast mm-hmm. and our school of thought is you go in blind and play the game. Then you do your research. So you get your initial perspective first before you're dumping other people's perspective into your head. And that's something I still follow to this day. Um, yeah, I mean, like sometimes, you know, you can think of it as walking up to an arcade and dropping a, uh, an arcade machine and dropping a quarter yes. in or renting a game and there's no instruction booklet right, in there. Right. Or buying a game and it's just the cartridge. I just think you get a, a more concise and oftentimes unique perspective by doing it that way instead of letting people tell you what to think about something and then jumping into it. now you know or how to do something because right. that'll always influence how you play a game if someone shows you the way to do something mm-hmm. and it's easy you're always going to do that right so for Mega Man 9 i went back and i did a little bit of research and i watched somebody who we've talked about on the show a few times uh pink kitty rose uh, all yes, one word fantastic on youtube uh she's you want to talk about pro player, hardcore gamer or whatever. She's excellent at these Mega Man games and other games too, but I've only really watched her for the Mega Man games. Uh, so Keith, you know all those parts in the uh, Mega Man 9 stages where we're like, if I only had a slide, I could grab that item. What the hell am I supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to use the Hornets. The Hornets. Oh, they pick, they stuff, pick stuff up? up and they give it to you. And then all of a sudden, uh, this opened up for me about really a strong point in Mega Man nine uh its game mechanic is that those robot master weapons are used like you're not going to have a good time unless you use those weapons which i know you and i have talked about with previous titles like we struggle because we're always afraid like i don't want to use all the juice i don't want to i don't want to lose that yeah and and i'm a purist i like using the mega buster most of the time that game from what i glean from watching her play is you can't play it that way um Hmm. so you use the hornets to grab things concrete shot very helpful to get uh around those big jumps also get to the enemies that are hard to you know they're hitting you and you can't hit them sort of situations um, yeah. So when I did play with it, I, it, still I did not get very far, and it was still very challenging for me. But it, it did make it a more interesting experience. Okay. So I, I do regret not doing that prior to the show. I just got so fed up with Mega Man Nine because I felt like it was such a step back that I'm just like I I'm I'm not gonna give this game any more time now. Yeah, that I I was I was pondering going back to try to beat Wiley again real quick because yeah. I did see like oh I was using the spark shot wrong where you whatever the one is it's electric one I think that hurts him yeah. the last form it, but you have to hit it right next to him when he appears to actually hit it. All that said, it doesn't change. But like, and I was like, eh. Yeah, all, all that said, it doesn't change anything that I said last episode about the game or its ranking. Nope. But 
I, I think there was a, a key component that was missing from our discussion about it. So I wanted to bring it to your attention. Yeah, you know what it is, I think, that just made me think of, I was like, you know, in, in the modern day, even in, I would say in 2008, you know, tool t- like tip screens and things were, th- were something, you know, you get, you hit a load screen and it says like, hey, don't forget to use all your different powers to traverse. Yeah, right. Did you know concrete shot can be used to make these things? It's like if they had offered that, right. maybe I would have done it. But I also understand the sort of like, oh, you got to hear about it on the school ground, how you can do this. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe they were trying to recapture that Yeah. in nine, but fuck you, it's 2020. Right. Right, and I didn't even get a manual with this game. I downloaded it. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's an I think there's an online instruction manual. A lot of the PlayStation games that are uh, like you know I have the Warriors uh, that was on PS2 on my PS4, but you can access the original manual on there on a website and look at it. So I don't know if they had something like that. Maybe I'm not, I'm not sure. So my op- either my observation way. with uh, Mega Man 10 is that game mechanic isn't used as much, if at all to be honest, to traverse. No, because there were a lot of those later NES titles that would have like interactive stuff in the background with the uh, the different robot master weapons. Yeah, there's a few points where you can use a, a different shot to break away some bricks so you can get an E-Tank or a 1-Up. That's not the same thing as what you're doing in Mega Man 9 or those previous titles where like, you know. Right, that's just Crash, that's just Crash Man. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're just doing what they did in Mega Man 2 with Crash Man or like Guts Man lifting blocks to get to stuff or whatever. So I think that's a a cool mechanic that is missing from this game. But I also go back to the fact that this game was developed with the idea of having three different playable characters and also having those different modes. So it's like we can't put too much of that in or any of it in because we don't know what direction the player is going to. Are they going to play as base on this stage or are they going to play as Proto Man or like you couldn't pinpoint oh it is only mega man he is only limited to do jumping and shooting and we know that you know he won't he won't be able to make everyone has to be able to make the jumps yeah everyone has to be able to make the jumps even if base can use his ability to fly over it they all have to be able to make the jump just the same yeah so it is the thing is it is simplified from nine right but uh we didn't know that about nine so i'm gonna say i enjoy this simplified version much more <laughs> same here uh let's talk about since we're already in our way back machine in the year 2010 uh, let's talk about some of the games that are similar or the contemporaries to uh mega man 10 uh mega man 9 obviously is the biggest comparison because it's just an iteration of that with some uh quality of life improvements in my opinion but this was really like the height when we talked about this last episode mega man 9 kicked off this rehash of the 8-bit remaking old titles dipping into that 80s nostalgia and that 90s nostalgia we saw a lot of games come out around that time like Bionic Commando Rearms, like those Contra games that came out on WiiWare, like the Castlevania game that came out on WiiWare, which was a re- it was a Castlevania adventure for the Game Boy game that they redid on WiiWare, the Rocket Knight adventure game that came out, Boy and His Blob, uh, 2009, the really bad GoldenEye remake, the really bad Splatterhouse remake. Um, there was a lot of these yeah. games out there. And then we had the games I was playing instead in 2010, <laughs> instead of Mega Man 10, which uh, were such fantastic, amazing games as Mass Effect 2 came out in 2010. So did Red Dead Redemption uh, and one of my personal favorites, Bioshock 2, uh, and not one of my personal favorites, but I know it is a notorious game that is uh, highly worth mentioning is Deadly Premonition, uh, the Twin Peaks video game, as it were, quote sure, unquote. Sure. Um, it's crazy to think some of these games in are now, in at least our opinion, with the metric of being 10 years old, retro, you know? Well, they are because Deadly Premonition got a remake this year on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. And like... Everything now from this is what I was interesting. I just had this thought was how, you know, everything that came out in 2010 were remakes of uh, like Super Nintendo 16 bit era. What did we get last year? In 2019, we got the Resident Evil 2 remake, which is a remake of a game from PlayStation. 32 bit. So now we're getting the next generation all getting remade uh, for everyone. But there are other games in 2010, I think, worth mentioning that were. Uh, there were a lot of a few other games that came out that were inspired by uh, the generation that Mega Man was birthed from. I would say 
would make. Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I understand what you're trying to say. It, there were uh, two titles that we're, we're going to just touch on. Uh, Super Meat Boy and Cave Story both came out in 2010, and they were very much influenced by the console generation of the Sega Master System, the Nintendo, the Sega Genesis, sort of right about, or even some PC games. Super Nintendo, yeah. Turbo Graphics 16. Right. Your uh, your Philips CD. I, no, I'm just kidding. But both those games are good uh, examples of they took the influence and did something that could never be done on any of those consoles, or and also um, were hyper aware of like, okay, well, we know what people remember nostalgia wise. We we know what they think a Nintendo game is supposed to be. I'm talking about more, more specifically Super Meat Boy, but we also know yeah. that we're we're not dealing with that console, that hardware that delivery system, that controller. So what can we do with the ideas and the feelings and the kinetics of those things that were good? You know, not we, we everyone kind of forgot about all the bad stuff that was around at that time um, and, and improve upon it. And Super Meat Boy is a great example. Um, that game is punishing, but its controls are really tight and it's, its mechanics are very simple. You know precisely what you're expected to do, and you have all the tools yeah. to do it. And it's not like you have to memorize something over and over again. It's, I know what I'm looking at. I just am not fast enough to hit this goddamn button when I'm supposed to do a jump. And I'd say there's some moments like that in Mega Man where it is about, like, you have everything at your disposal to get through it and through this. And while some Mega Man games falter in that area... The good ones do it well. Mega Man 2 is a great example of that that when the uh, huge robotic dragon is coming onto the screen and you're jumping from block to block to block. That's on you. Like, you, you when you get to the point of that game for that set piece, you've learned enough to know how to navigate this situation and not know where the next block is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the mark, uh, for me at least, of a good set piece. And hey, this game's got some good set pieces too. Um, there, there's some good mini boss battles. There's some good use of the themes for the robot masters. Uh, we'll touch on the, the robot masters soon about what, how we feel about them. Kind of like lukewarm. It's like a little sweet with a little sour. But the stages themselves, yeah, are, they're they're not the this, yeah, they're like better than nine, but not you know they're not better than any of the classics. Yeah, but the stages themselves, I think, are very good, and they're some of the best Mega Man stages that I, I've played. Um, I lie. Yes, I think a lot of the, the the theming is really good in this one, and they all look really nice, and none of them have any fuck you moments in them. You know, you, well, like that that's helps what too. I mean that does it doesn't put a sour taste in our yeah, mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna come back to that a lot because I I played nine and ten within like a week of each yeah. other, and it's just the stark difference between them is astounding. I even toyed with when, the idea of just doing both on the same show, but now that we've Given some time, I'm glad we didn't because it, we can contrast the two. I didn't think there was much to contrast between the two, but now that we've pl- both played it, I think there is. Uh, you got any historical notes you'd like to share? Uh, I actually do have one interesting note here I saw, which uh, which that Mega Man 10 is the only game in the entire series that you don't need to use any single special weapon to play through this game, to, like, open any doors or, like, beat a boss, like in Mega Man 2, the terrible puzzle boss that's, like, the one horrible mark on that game is that boss. There's none of that in this. So you can play through this whole game just using the Mega Buster, never using another special weapon, you know, if you're a hardcore. Sure. Which I I think is really cool, especially it took this long. Like, in my head, I'm like, you couldn't do that in any, like, in a single other Mega Man game. I also think, going back to what we talked about with the difficulty and the different playable characters, it was, well, what if they don't play Mega Man? And then it's like, do we have to come up with three options or do we come up with two options or do we just simplify it? Uh, the simplification of the game, I, I don't think is a detraction. Um, let's talk about the Robot Masters then. We have... Uh, like a lot of the ones yeah, in this. Not, I think they're We're not going to cool. go stage to stage to stage. Uh, I think it's a little redundant. But we'll just touch on the different themes of their stage. Um, well, first up's Blade Man. 
He's a sword fella again. And this is where I kind of feel like there's a lot of rehash. And there's always rehash in a Mega Man game. There's always a fire guy. There's always an ice guy. There's always a water guy. Yeah, there's always a sharp guy, as I like to call sharp, him. Yeah, sharp dude. Um, there's a few. He's the sharp dude. a couple dude. sharp dudes in this one. Um, I would have called them Blade Mans, but he is Blade Man. Yeah, he's Blade. But it's more like Bland Man. Bland Man. Yeah, he's, he's a sword face person. Um, his stage is a castle. Um, I like the theming of it. I, I thought it was fine. Um, I just, I, I yeah. because for us at least playing it, I know there was many years between, but like this dude is too close to Sword Man for me. A- after that uh, is Pump Man, where I got excited seeing Pump Man because you and I looked through the legacy collection of all the, the sketchbook stuff. And we saw Pump Man very, very early on. He finally gets to make his debut. Yeah, that made me so happy. I was like, man, that freaking design we kept seeing over and over, like some sort of faucet-headed guy. Yeah, Yeah, I think along the way, Keiji Inafune just was so obsessed with this idea of this water-spout-headed character, and we kept seeing sketches of it over and over and over again done by him. And uh, he finally got his wish in a game I don't think he really worked on that much. Yeah, or wasn't really happy with, I don't think. But it, regardless, I really, really? like his uh, animation. Oh, I don't know. I I, I think. I, I don't know for sure. Um, oh, okay. No, I like it too. He, like, grabs yeah. the handle. It's an old-fashioned pump. He gives himself a couple little... Like, you could hear the, like, like, squeaking of, like, an old water pump, like when you had to go to some colonial village in grade school yeah. for a boring-ass field trip, and the highlight of the you. day was using the water yep, pump. Yep, yep. Uh, his stage is like a gross <laughs> sewer, which is pretty cool. Um, I like his music, too. I think it's it's kind of, it's somber, and I don't usually like those tracks yeah. as much, but I like this track. track the the soundtrack to me is probably one of the more weaker soundtracks for the Mega Man series uh, it's not seven though like it's not Mega Man 7 which if we ranked soundtracks would be at the very, very bottom. bottom yeah yeah no it's not it's not there the music's good it's competent it it's just it is somber a lot of the tracks are very like just low low tempo it's not that butt rock which is funny because you'd think with them trying to emulate so much of the quote-unquote 8-bit era it would be all of that butt rock there's only one track yeah but no it's kyle it's somber people are sick (laughs) it's such a serious people got the roboto people got the roboto enza it's too serious the music's too serious that all kidding aside that very well could have been the note for the game i don't know the music is fine maybe that might have been like hey don't go as like hyper as you know metal man you know like let's try to do something a little more lighter atmospheric than the uh you know charging beeps and boops but i i I don't know i just don't think this is gonna like have many memorable memorable songs for most people when they think of a mega man title no and and i think maybe a bit of it is tinged with nostalgia but the other half of it being like if you want to make a game that sounds like a Mega Man game, you need to do it on that original hardware. Commando Man uh, is next up on our list. Uh, we're going back to Desert Storm. <laughs> He's got a cool yeah, stage, though. I man. like that. We got quicksand happening. We got uh, sandstorms happening. I just think his design... Yeah, this is- was like some Bush years fallout. Yeah. <laughs> I just think his design's pretty weak. He's just kind of a... He's not even hulking. Like... He's, he's not a guts man knockoff. He's, he kind of has the... But he is because he slams on the ground and, like, stuns you. Yeah. So he's still the he's guts still, man. Yeah, he is the, he's the big bruiser, but he's just a weak design. Uh, not as bad as he, Hornet I, Man. I don't mind it. I just it, think it, he's kind of weak. I don't, I don't mind him. I think he's, like, a deconstructed tank. Yeah, okay, okay. I like to think of, of right. him as. I like that. I think that's okay. Yeah. Um... He's the guy I took on first. I can beat him. I just beat him with the really. I he's, found this stage right. to be a, a very difficult on on nor, uh, you know the normal difficulty. It's that pushing yeah. sand part that is like 
a real pain in the dick, which once again, watching a YouTuber just jump through that part and keeping up with the wave of sand. I'm just like, I fucking hate you. That was one of the points since I played that level for this level first commando man yeah. that I was like, I was like, fuck, this is going to be ugh, not this mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want this again. Uh, yeah. I, I, I thought his stage was really cool. I think all these stages are actually very cool. I don't think there was a weak stage in, in uh, the eight robot master lineup chill man stage is cool too obviously it's a snow level obviously you're slipping and sliding it introduces these blocks of ice where it's you have two shots on them um you jump on it it cracks you jump on it again it falls apart you could fall into spikes you could fall down a pit you could also use it um to your advantage by breaking away blocks that are above you or around you to build staircases to get to other um goodies that might be peppered throughout the the stage I thought this was great. I, I liked it. Challenging, but I yeah, liked it's, it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I like this. My here, Kyle. I only have one problem with this. What's that? There's no penguin robot. No, no. There's no snow cone making. Like penguin. there's the penguin looking snowman robot thing. Yeah, I like the snowman robots that throw the snowballs at you. Yeah, that makes the little yeah. head and throws it off, and it's supposed to be like a little. But there's still no penguin. And like, come on, man. That's like. Like you missed the mark again. You're trying to make a Mega Man game. And you have an ice level. You got to put a goddamn penguin in there somewhere. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure like nine out of ten Mega Mans have a robot penguin in it. I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> yeah. let let's say seven out of ten have. That sounds like a good right metric now. to me. Yeah, it's a it's a little disappointed with it, but uh, still hits the mark for an ice level. Like doesn't fail on being a, a an ice level. And not a frustrating one. This isn't one of the, like real pain in the ass. That that's the other half. As we go through these, I said it on the last episode. Nine felt unbalanced in its levels. Some levels yeah. felt yes. really hard, and then like Magma Man was a cakewalk. Right. This feels much more yeah, even. They- feels like every level has a difficulty curve to it and has some difficult mm-hmm. parts. But it's never punishing. No. You know, I finished this game in like a night and a morning. Like it didn't take me like the, like too long to get through it. Next up is my favorite stage. Uh, it's Sheep Man, which evidently is a very decisive, uh, uh, divisive character. He's yeah, cute. Some people I, like I, I him. Gotta, I got to give it to him, him to making a cute character. I like him because to me it's interesting they have an animal boss in a core Mega Man game because that was usually reserved for yes, the X Yes, when series, compared to right? X. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I'm just going to say it now. Vote for Sheep Man. Yeah, I, I want to draw Sheep Man. Uh, there's, uh, and normally I want to draw characters where there's some room for interpretation. I just like Sheep Man. I like him. Um, uh, I think he's cool, though. Uh, before we recorded, I was expressing how I didn't understand him, though, where I was like, so he's made of wool. Yeah. He conducts electricity, yeah. but we're in a computer yeah. and there's mouse clicker pointers going around. Like we're in a computer and, and you I'm astounded at the explanation behind Sheep Man. Yeah, so it's my understanding that Sheep Man is a reference to Philip K. Dick's Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? The the theory makes complete sense to me. I mean, he is an electric sheep. Uh, I like his boss battle, too. I think it's a very creative boss battle. These are examples of, like, they're doing things, the visual and and, um, gameplay mechanics that, yes, it is... 8-bit and its sensibility and look and whatnot, but you couldn't do this on a Nintendo. Um, oh, no, you couldn't have that mouse clicking, making blocks and then the blocks well, flipping out. you could, but out. the screen would be uh, all, like, flickering and shit. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, and, he, and, and like, the mouse pointer wouldn't actually look shiny. Yeah. Like, it, that's why I say this is, like, a 16-bit yeah. game. Uh, like, it's not really an 8-bit game. It looks like an 8-bit game, but it's a 16-bit Sheet game. Sheet Man floats around, he breaks apart into different clouds. If you hit the right cloud, he drops... Uh, otherwise, there, he's um, firing down lightning on top of you. I enjoyed his boss battle. I enjoyed his stage. And I like his music. It's not my favorite music, um, but I did like that sort of technological bleeps and bloops of being inside of this computer. You know, it was cool. There were there's zeros yeah, and ones yeah. flashing on the screen. It just, you want to talk about polish and balance. It, everything came together in that specific stage with robot from the moment you enter the stage to when you finish that robot master it was that felt like a complete experience you know it was very good so uh, the robot master though who i i think that that for me all around with level was strike Man. yes yes it's it's in a stadium mm-hmm. 
There are, you know, uh, baskets of baseballs and footballs getting thrown yeah. at you that are enemies. We get the the pitching robots, which we've seen in previous Mega Man games, but now they are literally baseball pitcher robots named Mecha Pichan, yeah. who I think is probably my favorite yeah. robot in this game. And uh, they throw a ball that chases, like does like a, a, a curve, but then it's follows wacky. you around the stage. Yeah. You've got those big spike baseballs you got to shoot that launch up in the air and you got to go under them. Balls. This is a very well thought yeah, out. And level. even the music in that stage reads very like um, sports highlight reel with like getting the crowd pumped and that type of thing. Um, yeah, it was it mm-hmm. was very polished. Uh, the boss battle with Strike Man, I was aware of his weakness. So like I couldn't really tell you much about what that battle is like cuz I he got annihilated. Some of the bosses went down real quick. Yeah, with you, the Blade Man, it just yeah, destroyed their him. weakness. They went down relatively quick. I think uh, Commando Man was one there was like one or two where I ran out of the uh Pump Man for me. It was one because it's really hard to hit him with that lightning bolt. Oh yeah, I th- from yes, Cheap Man yes. in time to like get it to go up and strike so he jumps one. into right. it and yeah, because if he hits the cloud, it just, like, goes away and, like, does nothing. Or if it, the cloud hits a bubble, it destroys it and does nothing. So, like, that one was a little hard. Um, Strike Man jumps up, throws the same attack that you get from him. It bounces around. Yeah. That's mostly all you have to do. Yeah. But I love his design because, it like, it kind of makes me think of, like, Ninja Baseball Batman okay. and stuff yeah, like that. I see that. For me, when I saw him on the um, stage select screen, I was like, oh, that's Blizzard Man. They just redid blizzard man as something else because he has got like the same body shape and that's why i was mm-hmm. like uh, you know blade man it's very similar sword man strike man looks identical to uh blizzard man and right next to him on the stage select is nitro man who looks like turbo man just flipped up his visor and yeah the, his that, stage yeah. is very mm. turbo man too so it felt like a rehash i'm like guys come on you couldn't come like i know it's hard going back to the well over and over again but like this this dude seems like it's just another version of that guy yeah but he's a crotch rocket yes he is. so nitro man turns into a little motorcycle crotch rocket where turbo man turns into a car uh in mega man seven and turbo man obviously his level looks better because yeah. it's based on true 16-bit graphics and you get more detail in there like i feel like if you wanted to do nitro man right they should have done it like a night racing level yeah, or something you know what i mean yeah, like put no, it on streets at night. we don't get that anymore like fast and furious kind right, of thing like, or or in this case because he's a motorcycle uh torque yeah yeah we don't get the the jet ski racing or the uh we, we only got it yeah why not have him riding on like mega man on a motorcycle like through the street like how cool would that yeah, be yeah but that's the thing that's what we're talking like put about. Put Mega Man on a crotch rocket. the idea of, you know, 8-bit games are hard. Not, they were trying to impress us with what they could do with the software. They tried, yeah, they tried to be like, look, we could do that thing they did uh, 20 years ago. Right, right. And it's like, cool, like, this is fun, but good for you. And there is something to be said for recreating something with such reverence, but... Come on, man. You got talent. Do your own Nitro thing. Nitro Man's stage had the most applicable use of Chill Man's weapon, aside from b- being the weakness of Nitro Man. It, yeah, I love this, That was probably this, the actually. only example I could find in this game where you could affect the environment to your benefit, and it made the game a lot easier if you knew what you were doing. So you know, oftentimes, most of the, the, the stage is you walking on a street, and like you'll hear a honk and then a big bus... Uh, with spikes on the front of it will come towards you. You can use it in the level? Yeah, so you can freeze those. I only used it on Nitro Man. You can freeze those cars that are coming down the street, and then you can jump on top of them to get your E-tanks or your M-tanks or your free mans and stuff like that. (coughs) Or you can uh, just be good enough to jump on them while they're moving. You can do that as well. (coughs) You can do that as well. But it's it's nice to be like, nope. And if you don't hit them with the free shot, let's... I wish I knew that, Kyle. Yeah. I've retried so many times on that to try and get E-tanks and no, stuff. No, I it, wish it I knew It made it that. so much easier. And then um, you could actually just turn around and fire off the chill oh. spike. And if they hit it, they'd explode. And there's plenty of juice peppered through the stage that I didn't run out when I got up to Nitro Man. He was, you know, again, very easy to defeat. 
So that was cool. I, I like the, those little touches that were added into his stage. Yeah, I liked I liked the cars as as much as I you know said it. I did retry a yeah. lot jumping on them to get up and get stuff, and was getting hit by them repeatedly. Uh, that was a nice new innovation to yeah. do. And granted, we've had cars going across the screen too, but not at that kind of a speed right. or like in that kind of an environment. Yeah, if you're playing as so, Mega Man uh, on that stage, you feel helpless if you don't know what to do because the, the vehicle is so much bigger than you. You have to time it. To, it's so yeah. fast too. It just comes out of freaking yeah. nowhere at first. Yeah, you don't know what's coming. I remember the first one came out. I was like, fucking shit, God damn it! Like, what the fuck? Now I got to deal with this? Great. Last but not least... Solar Man, and this is my pick for the best track in this game. is because it most resembles what I would expect from a Mega Man game. It slaps. I, I think it's a really good track. Yeah. I think it's probably in my top 10 of favorite Mega Man tracks. Um, yeah, wow. it's very good. His stage is a crime against your eyeballs and reminds me of like the angel fire sights my friends would make when they were learning HTML, it's this like garish red with green conveyor belt platforms on top of it and yellow peppered in. It hurts to look at this thing. It is a very ugly stage, but I didn't care because I love this song. Uh, Solar Man himself, yeah, he's a fire guy. You know, he's, he's, he's yeah, it's not. He's got a. It's like he's like Magma Man. The fire's coming out of his head. Very similar to Magma Man. Sadly. But, um, yeah, you, you gotta have one. Like, that's just kind of the rules. Yeah. You know, I think it would have made more sense if, like, his level was, like, solar panels and things like, you know they what I mean? Like, wouldn't that make more yeah, sense? Yeah, with some of the electricity, but it had nothing to do with solar panels or day and night play, which would have been interesting. Instead, there... Ooh, yeah. Kind of like with Bright yeah. Man, with his levels went, like, light and dark. That would have been good for Solar Man, too. Instead, yeah. they have, like, conveyor belts that you can run on and then charge up platforms so you can jump across a pit or try to get some sort of prize it, the stage is fine it's a good stage it's just the color choices are f- awful <laughs> and then you're you're yeah it's not it's not a pretty level you're, you're onto the so, someone with color theory should have taken a look at this and been like ah no this isn't how you put color i think somebody theory, dumped sorry. out the original color palette and the the software went to the next thing <laughs> um these are the only colors we have left for the solar man level uh, along with the reds like fuck. <laughs> uh, after that, you, you get the big reveal that Wily's behind uh, the virus, and you're onto his castle. And this is where the game does a great job of not sticking around past where it should. There's some nice touches where you get to see some familiar faces from previous games right off the bat, and you get to refight some of your favorite foes from Mega Man uh, one through uh, six. Right? No seven, because Slash Man's there. Well, no one one through isn't Frost Man from eight. You're right. So there you go. Yeah, it's 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 one through eight actually. I think they had they double up on. No, it's all of them. It's one from each game. Yeah, and you, uh, yeah, you get the little pods that you fight that right. represent them. It's uh, Elec Man, Wood Man, Gemini Man, Ring Man, Napalm Man, Flame Man, Slash Man, Frost Man, Tornado yeah, but- Man. And that is listed in the order they they come in one through not uh, one They're through not nine. Like full throated battles with these guys. It's just this device that has three pods and it has a screen and it will show you like the pod is acting as Gemini Man or the pod is acting as Woodman. What I would recommend, uh, unless you are playing on easy with base, uh, find out what their weaknesses are because they're not intuitive. You know, you're like, oh, Woodman, I can burn him. No, you got to use the blade uh, shot at him. Um, you cut, you him. cut him. Right, right. Yeah. You cut him. But that's what you did in the original game. Metal Man worked on him. Yeah, but on okay, so really I'm well. trying to think of another. And I think Fire also worked on him. But either way, it's fine. You, I get what you're saying. I know one but, of the, uh, I think two the interesting guys part have, about- have the tire as their weakness. And I'm trying, I think Gemini Man and uh, Alec Man 
Well, liquor man makes sense because rubber doesn't connect to the truth. Whatever. Either way, Look I think uh, the in, the most interesting part about this is Slash Man and Frost Man rendered in yeah. a traditional Nintendo style, which they just totally look out of place because they have too many colors. And because it is a modern game, they can have more colors than the palette actually right. has, which is why it's not an 8-bit game, because that's speaking a lot to your color palette. But they look great in their little Nintendo forms. I really like how Frostman looks for the little bit of time you get to yeah, see sure. him. It's just a shame to not hear him be like, Duh, Frostman! Duh. <laughs> yeah, no... I'm about you or whatever he said. Chill out. What he said. <laughs> Chill out. Ice man oh, God. cometh. <laughs> do you know what killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. Um. So so after you do that, you 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 fight a, a kind of it's it's kind of phoned in, but you fight a giant crab. You find you, you fight another devil. This time it's a block devil, and then you're into the gauntlet. Yeah, you're you're right into the gauntlet. You you refight all the dudes uh, that you previously fought at the beginning of the game, and then you're into the wily stages. That's great. This is like it's challenging, it's difficult, and you're gonna spend time with it. But it, nothing is worse than like getting to the wily. So like the I, we always go back to four games stayed well past its welcome. Yeah, it just goes way too long, and thankfully this one, one to wrap uh, it. makes you think for a moment it's gonna go longer, which I like. You know, you fight the robot masters, you fight uh, the wily machine, and then he shoots away, and then you go up up a tower up into space, which I think is the threat from space. Yeah. Like, right. the tower in Wily's castle goes up into space. That's the threat from space, where his base is all the way uh, at the top. Which I think is just where he tracks them down. I think you've already just beaten all of his machines at that point. I'm not sure. I can't recall, because this game is so bland when I've played it ten... Fr- not even ten times. I've played this game eight other times. So, excuse me if I can't remember <laughs> when it happened. Yeah, Wily machine in this, I don't think... Uh, is anything no. that impressive? It's a pirate ship, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and then yeah. you get the uh, you get the Wily capsule. We all know how that operates. Yeah, same old, same yeah. old. And once again, Wily is going to beg for his life because that's what happens. But uh, a better twist than nine, where nine points out how repetitious they've been for twenty five years. This game is now Wily's sick. Now, does that mean Wily's a robot? That's what I gleam from it. Or is it that it's evolved to the point where, like, humans can get it? Either or. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's really interesting because yeah. I was like, when that happened in the moment, I was like, whoa, he's a, is Dr. Wily a robot? That's how I took it. Like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. And then uh, they take Dr. Wily to a hospital uh, where he can be cured and he uh, he runs away in the night, but he leaves a pile of the cures. Right. Uh because as we mentioned earlier, Roll gets sick. They have one cure to give her, but Roll won't take it because she needs to give it to Mega Man so Mega Man can go and save the day because Mega Man also gets sick at one point right. in the game. I love this ending. Like, I like the uh, the idea of Dr. Wily realizing that, like, he can't kill everyone. Like, that, like what will be left for him to do, especially if it's going to just kill him. Right. Uh, yeah, you I, know, I, I, um, I like the story. I like all the stages. Uh, most of the robot masters yeah, are cool. I it's just you know. Yeah, I like the little the little touch I didn't get to mention earlier. How the shops are yes. different for Mega Man, Proto Man, and Base. Proto Man has like auto wearing a Met helmet, and uh, the the uh, the aforementioned cat character whose name is Tango. Yes. And then Base has a shop run by Reggae, who is a robot Duckman who has appeared in a bunch of Mega Man games that haven't been released here. The only ones he's in that have been released here are this one and Mega Man 7 as, like, if you put in the wrong password, his face shows yeah. up. Yep. And he's not even in that game, so but, he's a very obscure character bolts. in the Mega Man universe. He'll take your bolts. <laughs> yes, he will take your bolts for stuff, but... Uh, I looked up Reggae, and apparently he was a robot made by Dr. Wily because uh, he was lonely <laughs> and he wanted someone to keep him company. But uh, he's really, he's just often noisy and he's a really annoying guy. And, yeah, he's like, uh, he fucks he's like up. He's like a duck mixed with a peacock. He's got a co- kind of cool design. He is. He's a duck, but his tail is a, a, a Japanese, it's a folding uh, thing. Okay, that's what I'm seeing as the peacock. 
Yeah, his tail's a Japanese folding fan. He's based on an Oriental stork. But yeah, I love these little tidbits we find. Like, you know, oh, Dr. Wily made this robot because he's a weeboo. <laughs> well, Dr. Wily made a duck because he was lonely one day. Dr. Wily's fucking those robots. So he made a duck robot who then just started annoying the piss out yeah. of him. Beautiful little thing that uh, uh, that we didn't learn until the 10th game. <laughs> Because there are far too many Mega Man games beyond this, Kyle. And you're telling me we have another one after this. At least one more for this project. Keith, where would you rank Mega Man 10 in our list of greatest Mega Man games of all time that we have reviewed for this podcast? I'm having a bit of a time placing this because, you know, it's it's I I had in my mind where it should go originally. Mm -hmm. But we talked about it, and we seem to like this game a little bit more than I think. Mm-hmm. But I, but but once again, need to remind ourselves: all of the games on this list are good. Even Mega Man Nine is well. okay. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm saying I'm giving it too much credit. It's not that great. Every game on this list is a fantastic video game. Uh, but sadly, we have to put ten somewhere. And when you really stack it up against, uh, you know, its forefathers, it, it doesn't. It can't be anywhere near, like, the top four. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's going to be in the bottom five uh, of our top 11 that apparently we're going to have. But right <laughs> now we have a top 10. So it's definitely in, in the bottom five. It's not worse than nine. And as much as... And, and nine's worse than four. But I don't know. It feels like a blander six. Okay. So I say we put it below six. So it'll be at number eight. In our top 10 Mega Man games of all time. Listed eighth. All right. Rip through that uh, that list. Uh, at number 10, Mega Man 9. At number 9, Mega Man 4. At number 8, Mega Man 10. At number 7, Mega Man 6. At number 6, Mega Man 7. At number 5, Mega Man 1. At number 4, Mega Man 8. At number 3, Mega Man 5. At number 2, Mega Man 3. And standing atop the hill is the classic Mega Man so there you have it um only one mega man title left for our 20 double x at least art project. Yeah, so what sort of 2d 8-bit remake is this one gonna yeah. be as if we don't know <laughs> yeah right no uh good news everyone this game came out two came years out yesterday ago. this game came out in tw- <laughs> right practically it came out in 2018 uh spoilers i already booted it up and they're introducing new elements right from the get-go to make you play a Mega Man game differently. Well, to find out uh, what so. we feel about that title, you'll have to tune in next time for Keith the Robo Duke. I'm excited to see how I feel. Yeah, I, haven't, I, don't I don't even know how I'm going to feel sure. about this fucking modern Mega Man game. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. For Keith the Robo Duke, I'm Kyle Von Kubik. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk at you next time. OneRadT.com, get equipped. Now let's get good. Use promo code GETGOOD and receive 15% off your entire order. <laughs> yes, and get equipped with the hottest tees around. Oh, I like this. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't that good? I had to, I was like, oh, he didn't promote his website. We need to throw his website yeah, in no, here. Thank you.